If you're sick of playing small, and if you're a big dreamer, then you're in the right place. My name is Helena Garrett, and I'm here to give you the juiciest business tips to help you grow and scale your dream beauty business. You can call me your new beauty business bestie. Let's get started. Hello, beauty bosses. I am here yet again, and I have an amazing guest speaker for you guys. I cannot wait for you guys to meet her because honestly, I've been stalking her for a while now. She's not only adorable, but she has an amazing business sense. And she's not only opening up her own beauty salon, but also a coffee shop too, which is absolutely insane. So her Matt, her name is Maddie Morris, and she is the CEO of Lightheart Studios and Coffee Shop. And I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. Hi, guys. It's your girl. <laughs> yes, Maddie. Oh, my goodness. I feel like we're like already best friends. And we've talked for maybe 20 seconds. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. Well, after this podcast, we got to get brunch or something because yes. I got a lot of stories, girl. I love it. Well, let's get started with the first story. This is why I ask all of my guest speakers how they got started in the beauty industry. Like, what is your why for why you got started? Um, so I've had a crazy uphill ride in the beauty industry. Um, I actually graduated high school when I was 17 in Anchorage, Alaska, and I went to college for three weeks. Um, for business, ironically. And I decided after three weeks that this was not the place for me. Um, and I was obsessed with beauty and I was obsessed with people. Um, and at the time I owned my own henna tattoo business. Stop henna tattoo business. What? Yeah. So since I was 16, I was a vendor at like festivals and stuff like that. And I was doing, I'm not even kidding, Helena, like 20 to 30 events a year. <gasps> so you're, you're like an entrepreneur at heart. I like, was a taxpayer citizen. Like, <laughs> I was obsessed obsessed with like the idea of a art and beauty and people and service and creating something that was like a meaningful experience for people. Um, so I walked out of class one day, all dramatic. And on my drive home, I um, drove through the only beauty school in my town at the time. Um, and I walked in and I was like, hi, you know, I know I'm young, but like, here's all my savings. I want to be a makeup artist. That's what I told them. Oh my and gosh. the school was super sketchy. It was only barbers at the time. Um, and, you know, they told me, they're like, hey, we're not really accepting any aesthetic students, but like we are an accredited program. So you could come here, be the only aesthetic student and like pass your boards, but you have to be completely self-sufficient. Oh. And I took on the challenge. I gave them, you know, I gave them the payment and I started going to school uh, and I was the happiest college dropout you'd ever meet. Like I was doing my henna business full time. I was taking makeup clients at the beauty school and I was going to beauty school seven days a week. So I graduated beauty school in record time. I think it took me like two and a half months. Stop. You were it like, was, I'm doing this. We are doing this. Uh -huh. It was fast. And I was doing, I was doing bridal, um, bridal makeup on the weekends and henna events during the week. Um, and when I graduated, I got picked up by a local day spa and I started working there as an esthetician. My dream was to be a makeup artist at the time. I think that's kind of how a lot of us got into this. Yes, yeah. I was familiarized with the world of eyelash extensions. Um, and I worked at this day spa for almost two years. 
what oh my yeah. gosh that's and amazing young um and it was crazy I mean it was a very fast-paced environment mm-hmm. um and I was uh, I was doing full body waxing men and women um I was doing skincare treatments I was doing makeup on the side I was doing henna on the side and I was just like burning myself out at both ends yes. <laughs> and I was like keep in mind I was 18 and I just wanted to present myself as a professional so bad and one of my biggest dreams was just to be completely independent and you know, create a life for myself, um, doing this. So, um, I quit that job when I was 19. Um, and I had no real, uh, I never thought about going on my own. It kind of was a very split decision Mm. for situations that I was putting at the day spa that were dangerous. And so I, I quit one day, um, and I left my entire clientele. I left my, I left my furniture there. Um, I left everything and I sat in my car in the cold in Alaska in the dark. And I remember just like saying a prayer and being like, God, what do you want me to do? You know? Um, That gave me like chills. You're also like an employer's worst nightmare too. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) My, my class now is like truly the class your boss doesn't want you to take because I will convince anyone to leave their toxic salon. (laughs) Leave it and don't say goodbye, girl. Um, and I remember I was, I was dating Elliot at the time. We're married now for almost three years. But at the time he looked at me and he was like, you cannot work for anyone ever again. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not for you. And I know that that's comfortable for you, but like, you need to thrive on your own. Mm-hmm. And I had taken a very brief few hour lash training during my time at the day spa. And so I had, you know, two years of classic lash extension experience under my belt. Um, and I rented, a, I rented a space somewhere and I started my own business and I was taking clients and doing all the things. And I realized very quickly that there was a high demand for lashes in my area mm-hmm. and no one was booking skincare treatments. Um, no one was booking me for makeup more than like once a month, but everyone wanted to get in for lashes. And I realized very quickly that I was a very mediocre lash artist. I love, I feel like we all start off with that too, though. You know, like. Do we all realization that we suck? Is that a universal experience? Yes. I feel like we all have to go through that. Like we kind of suck, but then we get better. (laughs) Yeah. A thousand percent. Um, I only had, you know, a few hours of a classic training under my belt. And I was taught to use like 0.25 diameter classics. Everyone had the same map. My fills were, I think, you know, $35, $50 and I made 30% of that. So I was used to making like, you know, $8 an hour doing lashes. And honestly, it just lit a fire under my ass to like make this work and be the best I could be. And I remember one day I was, I had a client come in and she had volume lashes on. And I was like, what are these? She was like, I have volume lashes. Can't you fill me? And I was like, no. (laughs) that's a hard no this work is better than mine yeah and I remember I became obsessed with taking lash trainings and I went online I took every lash training under the sun that I possibly could and I you know flew to Vegas and flew to Utah and um I took lash trainings back home and online um and I was obsessed with volume lashing and it was something that I really really struggled with um for a long time and um I just dealt with you know 
years of the growing pains and insecurities of being, you know, a service provider doing work that like, honestly was burning me out. Mm-hmm. And I was taught to do 30 minute fills and I was taught to do hour full sets. So I was really just relearning everything. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day I looked up best last training in the world I could possibly take ever. And I was fully prepared to fly to Russia. <gasps> right. Wow. Yeah. And, um, I ended up taking my lash box training in LA and I fell in love with mega volume and it, um, it really was kind of the pivotal point in my life where I took my career extremely seriously and I started specializing in mega volume and I got an Instagram account. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I believe I have a business page. Um, and I just started, uh, organizing my business and, and trying to relearn all my bad habits. And I'm so grateful that I did, um, because my business grew exponentially. And I got to a point in Alaska where I was taking more clients than one could possibly handle. I was taking like about 50 clients a week at one point. Um, and by one point, I mean, probably for three years. Stop. Yeah. Is your back okay? No. (laughs) You're like, no, hard no. Thank you for checking. I'm not okay. (laughs) No, I suffered like really crippling nerve pain in my hand and I had to go to like hand doctors. Um, so I truly experienced all of the growing pains and all the things I wish I could go back and change. But um, I was obsessed. Like I loved my clients and I loved that lash service provider relationship. Um, and I became addicted to it. And in Alaska, it's pitch black most of the year and it's freezing. And so there was really nothing else for me to do than to like, you know, spend my youth slaving away behind my massage table. And it was completely worth it. Like that, those couple years of like true hustle for lack of a better word, like really, really, you know, really, really got me to where I am. And I'm grateful for all those clients. And I gave up everything else. I, I left my head of business. I stopped doing makeup, sold my makeup kits, um, stopped doing waxing and facials. And I just devoted like my whole life to lashes. That's amazing. And so that's kind of how I got started. Yes. And I love how you pivoted, you know, you pivoted every like transition, every point and you kept moving, you kept growing, even when shit got hard and for years that gave you so much grit too, because now you're expanding, you're scaling. But if you didn't have all that grit behind you, I don't think you would be able to do what you're doing today. Not at all. Like I was young and naive and, you know, I had no, you know, when you're doing this job, it teaches you how to work with people, all people crazy people, normal people, you know, (laughs) um, it, it, it did, it taught me a lot and I'm super grateful for it. And every step of the way was a learning experience that I'm able to implement now. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super grateful for all of those years, all those people I met. That's amazing. So to kind of tell us like where you're at now, because obviously I know you from Instagram, but my audience might not tell us like yeah. your big projects that you're working on. Cause you have so many good things happening where I'm like, girlfriend, like you were killing it. Thank you. Three big things I'm working on right now. Um, one, I am still a full-time lash educator and service provider. So I physically take clients five days a week and I train every Sunday. Oh my God, girl, you're still, you're still hustling. You're like, I'm doing this. No, I have a very, very balanced and happy life now. I take Wednesdays off and I take a maximum of four clients a day. So typically I take like one to two clients a day. 
Oh, perfect. Okay, good. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, I know How are you surviving. You're back. <laughs> nope, nope. I am a fully balanced, functioning human being now. Um, yeah. So on top of those things, we are opening Lightheart Studios and Coffee Shop um, end of April. Yeah. It is, I know, it is the biggest undertaking I've ever done in my entire life. And we are so excited. That was the reason my husband and I moved to Arizona was to find that perfect building to build out into the most beautiful, um, you know, community oriented salon suites. Um, and we've always wanted to own a coffee shop to be the heart of the business. Um, and you know, my, my dream in the industry and the one thing I can really offer of value is that I will always create the safest, funnest, most comfortable, friendly environment for people to rent. That's always been my goal. And I never want people to go through the, you know, I, I just, I've rented at, you know, quite a few places now and salon suites are, are very awkward. And I think that the model of them being like this corporate sterile, um, place is kind of outdated. Um, and I'm ready to create somewhere that's really, really, um, unique and special for the people renting there. So um, we found a building, we signed our lease in August of last year. Girl, that's amazing. So you've been working on this for how many months? Like eight? We started um, working with a contracting company in October. Oh, wow. So we have been doing a full build out from the ground up. Um, and uh, it's been going well. I've learned a lot. It is my first rodeo. Um, and, uh, things are coming along. Well, we have 14 suites. <gasps> That's amazing. 14. Oh my goodness. You're going to have your own little community and like, <laughs> it's going to yeah, be my people, my people, I'll be like, good morning, lighthearts. Um, yeah. So I'll have my little room and then there's, you know, there's spaces for bed rentals. There's spaces for big rooms. There's spaces for windowed rooms. Everyone has a unique room to fit their unique business. Um, and then we have a big training academy in the front and then the coffee shop, which is a full service open to the public coffee shop. And two of my best friends are moving here in two weeks and they are going to be running it. Oh my God. You manifested all of this. Like I prayed for all of it, girl, did all of it, girl, like, oh my gosh. And now it's finally coming together. And it is what was the biggest struggle of all of this. Like trying to build out the salon, trying to do the coffee shop, trying to find the location, the contractors, like what was your biggest hiccup that you had to overcome? Um, my biggest hiccup. Like, well, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> Truly, none of it is easy. It is it is not for the faint of heart. I would absolutely never recommend someone open a salon suite unless you are at a point where like mentally, physically, and financially you could handle it. Mm -hmm. um, so it is stretching me in all different directions, um, especially managing like a team of contractors um, mm -hmm. and a team of grown men um, and uh, dealing with the city and permits and demolition and, you know, just cost of materials and labor it's crazy so um I think my biggest hurdle I don't think it's myself or anything I think mentally I'm prepared for this I think I've been preparing myself for years and years and years um it probably just uh probably just financially like it's such a big undertaking you know yes and I think that's so stressful too because I'm sure that things happen and then you're like okay add that to the bill 
Totally, totally. We found out that our budget um, tripled during the process. Um, and that's just because the price of, uh, you know, labor and materials has gone up exponentially um, during this time. And uh, we, we've pushed our project back. We just found out yesterday we had to push it back another month just because permits took so long. So there are so many things that are out of your control when you're doing a full build out for something like this. And then you're dealing with a, the health department, um, the city, uh, the government, stuff like that. Um, but, but for the most part, we haven't had anything devastating happen. Um, we have had so much support from so many people. And I think the biggest blessing that's kept me going this whole time is since the moment I announced that we were doing it, we have been touring girls every week. That's amazing. I was tours of the building, Helena, when we had, when it was a pile of dirt on the ground, when there was no wall framing, when we had no plumbing, HVAC, anything, when it was a dark hole of dirt, I was touring around these like professional permanent makeup artists um, and like med spa owners and, and people have been interested in it since the beginning. And so that has been a huge blessing to be taken so seriously with nothing in it right now. Yes. And that's like, that makes me have chills, but also like my heart, like, oh my God, like what a blessing. And you know, yeah. when that happens, like you are exactly where you are meant to be right now. Oh, totally. Totally. Anything that ever feels wrong to me in my life, I stray away from. And through all this, through all the uncomfortable, uncomfortability of it all. Um, and my own just anxiety of it all. It's always felt like the right thing to do. Yes. Cause you, yeah, know, you know, when something is right in your heart and you yeah. know, you've pivoted because you felt like, okay, makeup artist isn't really for me. I like it, but you know, waxing really isn't for me. Like you niche down and then you were able to really find your true passion and what yeah. you need to do. Right. Yeah, totally. And like, do I like doing lashes? Yes. But I would say like my true passion is like, being able to see other people succeed and not have to struggle like I did. And I think the biggest and best way to do that would be to provide um, the most comfortable renting experience for people. Yes. And to create yeah. a community, you know, and, you're creating and, an amazing community for your following, for your people. Like you're creating this huge movement. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want people to be in an industry anymore where they feel alone or, and yes. And not to be like community over competition, but like, it's true. Like I've always been in a competitive environment or, you know, an environment where there was no support, no help. I've, I've been in rental situations where it was all about money um, or the person didn't even know that I was renting there. you know. <laughs> and so I'm just ready to have a place where no one is working under me. No one is working for me. I have no employees by any means, um, but everyone is in a place where you know, they work for themselves, but they have mentorship, they have support, they have resources, they have, you know, a massive tribe of people that wants to see them succeed. And I think once this place um, succeeds, my husband and I's plan is to franchise it. <gasps> yeah. And I would, and I would love, you know, by the time I'm 30 or 35, to have multiple Lightheart Studios locations where it's just known that that is a salon suite you can rent at, where you will have all of the benefits, all of the professional photography, all of the comfortable places for your clients, um, to come to, um, all the perks, all the events, all the brunches, all the meetings. I want everyone to feel like, um, they just have constant friendship yes. where they rent. 
I love that so much. And I I want my audience to know too, like, even if they can't rent from you, even if, you know, they can't come to you right now, how can they still work with you? Do you have courses, you know, you have a few things going on for them where I want you to kind of mention what you can offer to the beauty industry. Oh yeah, totally. So obviously the salon suites, I mean, that'll be great for 13 people. (laughs) Um, But for the rest of people that want to be a part of what we're doing, um, I teach private trainings. I teach private customized one-on-one mega volume trainings um, hosted by me at my space. Um, And then we just came out with our going independent online course. (gasps) Yes, girl. Oh, this took about a year to make. Um, We had it professionally edited. My husband filmed the entire thing. Um, And it is a fabulous online course, online video course, um, that really helps you organize your business, whether you're a seasoned lash artist or any seasoned beauty professional, or you're just getting started and you have absolutely no roadmap for where to go. I love that. I love yeah. that so much. And, it's, and oh, guys, I'll, oh, I'll like the discount code too in the show notes. Then you guys can take a look at her website, take a look at everything with her, but how can my audience kind of find you too? Um, they can find me at Lightheart Lash on Instagram. I respond to DMs all day. Um, you can also find us at Lightheart Coffee Shop to follow our new coffee shop for updates on that. Um, yep, Lightheart Lash, Lightheart Coffee Shop. And then my website is Lightheart Lash and lightheartlash.com. And it is jam-packed with everything. So if you want to schedule a training, a mentoring call, a consultation call, um, if you want to book an appointment, uh, go to my website. Um, but that is where the going independent course is found. It's found on lightheartlash.com. Um, it's a course that is, uh, you can take it anytime on your own time. Um, nothing is live by any means. Um, and it contains a lot of valuable resources and PDFs. And the best thing about the going independent course is when the course ends, you have ongoing continued mentorship from me and a group of everyone else that's taken the course. Oh, that's amazing. See, you're creating a community with everything that you touch, girl. Like, I love that so much. You're so sweet. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. I want to also do like a part two, you know, because I know that our audience wants to know how everything happens after the coffee shops built out, your students built out, you know, but thank you so much for being here. Oh, of course. It was my pleasure.